Welcome to Radio Boomers Live, the show about all things human from a baby boomer's perspective. All things hot and all things not. News, reviews, interviews, chat, text, and what's next. And here are your hosts, Risa Gray from Betty White's Off Their Rockers and Easy's dad, Jim Zuli. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Boomers Live Land. Good morning to all our Easy Way family. And Risa Gray, are you on with us, Risa? Good morning, good morning, good morning. There she is. How are you this morning, Jim? Well, Reese, we're going to be gearing up because it's the holidays are upon us again. And uh, I'll tell you what, it's it sure seems to come around fast. I don't know if it's because we reach a certain number or what. Whatever happens, it's just here, and we got to be ready. Uh, well, so this is like a week. This is like holidays, like we've never seen them before. They're definitely different. And, you know, Reese, we got the Wall of Fame news blogs, uh, Easy Way, now on the uh, Easy Way Wall of Fame. And uh, a lot of big events coming up, December 11th to 13, Limitless for Women, a JD3 soft launch. And Eric's, Eric will be speaking at the Collaboration Summit, November 27th to the 29th. And a lot of results with teaching uh, how to collect data and turn data into dollars, really getting big there. And the book, The Influence Effect, with Reith, which Reetha Gray is in, and I'm in, uh, go to ericzuli.com forward slash book and see what's going on. Reith, I'll tell you, uh, are you, I mean, I know you stay on top of things. I could imagine all your stuff is done and you're ready for the holidays, right? Or, There's nothing to do. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> you can't have any family over there, there is absolutely nothing to do. I'm going to have a very small Thanksgiving at my aunt's house, and uh, it's just going to be me and her this year. And mm-hmm. we're just going to have a nice, quiet Thanksgiving dinner. And that sounds good. That's, yeah, that's I mean, what are you going to do? We got curfews. We got closed restaurants. We've got don't gather orders. But, you know, at some point, all of this is going to be over, hopefully. Time to move along, right. Touch on our hot topics and see what's going on in the world. Okay, hot topic time. Ripped from the headlines. Today's hot topic. Well, that was a perfect lead into my hot topic because I'm asking the question, where to for Thanksgiving? Where do you go for Thanksgiving? We've got so many rules. I didn't realize here in Los Angeles, I guess all of California, we've got a new state curfew that at 10 p.m. you're supposed to be in your house. And that's lasting at least through the holiday and maybe even beyond. I'm not really sure. I've kind of had to stop listening to the news. But for those of you who don't know, we are already under a curfew from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. You're not supposed to leave the house. I suppose that means that COVID is just going to run around the streets between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. And we'll be off the streets and COVID will have the cities. And then at 6 a.m., COVID's going to go to bed. And we can get up. Is that what that means, Jim? I don't know. But (laughs) there are a lot of restrictions out there 
you're going to have to be careful. The airports, they say, are very crowded. They say it's not the planes you have to worry about. It's the airports. And they, I, I flew a few, about a month ago, and the airport was empty. It was absolutely empty. It was lovely. But I saw pictures of the airport last night, and they are crowded. People want to see their families, and especially under such pressure that we're under. People want to be with their family, with their friends. They want to go home for the holidays. Well, make sure you check whether or not you have a quarantine on the end where you're going or a quarantine on the end when you're coming back. Some of these places remind me, insist upon you self-quarantining for as little as three days and as many as 14. So you need to make sure that you know what you're expected to do. And if you're going to stay home, have a festive Thanksgiving. I know we're tired of looking at these shows with no audiences. I don't know what a parade with no crowd is going to be like, but they're going to have the Mason's Day Parade. Um, They're going to have singing and dancing and all kinds of stuff. So have a happy Thanksgiving. Have a happy, plan for a happy Christmas. Decorate your house. Don't let what's going on in the world depress you to the point where you're not enjoying life. You still have life to live. So for Thanksgiving, go where you will be safe, where you will have a good time, and where you will be able to say, I remember Thanksgiving 2020, and I had a good time. Okay, Jim, what's your hot topic? Well, Reed, basically what Reed is going to have is a T-shirt saying, don't worry, be happy. And that's the way exactly. it's got to be. Well, the holidays are upon us. Uh, Americans will spend over $1 trillion on Christmas this year. They average uh, $942 in gifts and uh, spends about 15 hours shopping. And we have, uh, there are approximately 227 million online shoppers. Tennessee abortion ban is upheld, and we uh, um, Biden's push aggressive. Well, he's got a situation going to advance the party agenda, so pressure's on him for that. He's got a lot of situations he's got to try to take care of. He also has a race against the clock for the U.S. to He wants to rejoin the Iran nuclear deal, and that's a deal that Trump said would be disastrous and only beneficial to Iran. So we got to see what happens there. If you remember the Dodgers. Hall of Famer, Mr. Baseball, Tommy Lasorda, grew up with him. Uh, he was hospitalized for heart issues, and our prayers are for him. Jay Sekulow, Trump's attorney, uh, said the Georgia situation suit will be shocking. And uh, and also the uh, Sidney Powell, uh, she said there's uh, it'll be biblical what's going to be going on in Georgia with all the evidence they got. So uh, we have... Uh, Nevada, the new case came, 160,000 votes came into play that they're questioning. And the Dominion voting and all that. So it's all being investigated. We'll see what comes out of all that. Uber Lyft spent hundreds of millions to win uh, their fight over the workers' rights. You've heard about that. And uh, it basically paid up. Prop 22 was passed, and it exempts employees from following the uh, labor laws. So the... uh, Gross, let's see what's going on. Gross domestic product, uh, that's the GDP. It measures the nation's 
production of goods and services. Uh, 2020, the estimate for the U.S. economy was, uh, oh, it was uh, 20.8 trillion. So I'll give you an idea where we're at. The Dow has completely recovered in 2020 bear market loss. The global economy is projected to grow 3.6% in 2020. So, you know, there's some positive there. I mean, there's layoffs, but uh, overall the economy is holding holding together. IKEA to make half of its restaurant meals plant-based in 2025. A new study reveals 9.6 million Americans are vegan, a 300% increase over the last 15 years. People, uh, well, they're living longer due to healthy eating. Uh, keep your kitchen clean. You know, we're talking about a COVID situation, a couple tips. Uh, to keep the kitchen counters and everything clean where we have our food. Use acidic cleaners on natural stone. Uh, not sealing your stone regularly. That's what one of the problems. Uh, forgetting to dry your countertops and not cleaning under items, appliances, and so on that's on the counters. And uh, not letting your disinfect, disinfectant sit before wiping it away. A couple tips for the uh, kitchen. So with that, Reef, uh, and there was another little article about birds falling out of the sky. I'll, I'll give you more information on that next week. But uh, with that, I think we'll move into commercial. EasyWay Magazine is your best vehicle to advertise in if you would like to reach a quality database in corporate Hollywood. Not only will you read the stories and enjoy the content, you will also get to interact through social media and get to meet who's featured at the event, as well as get exclusive interviews from your favorite celebrities. Easy Web Magazine is a Los Angeles and Orange County-based magazine, but also reaches an international audience. Subscribe to Easy Web Magazine today by following Easy Web Broadcasting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or EasyWayBroadcasting.com's website. To advertise, call 424-209-9290 or email contact at EasyWayBroadcasting.com. That's letter E and letter Z, because we don't do it the hard way. We do it the easy way. Welcome to EasyWayBroadcasting.com, your one-stop shop getaway to corporate Hollywood. EasyWay specializes in red carpets and will enhance your experience. EasyWayBroadcasting.com is top-ranked on Alexa and houses the EasyWay TV Film On Channel, podcast radio station, and EasyWay Magazine. Learn more about the beautiful EasyWay Angels and follow their events calendar. For more information, visit EasyWayBroadcasting.com and click on About Us or call 424-209-9290. Don't forget to subscribe to the website and follow Easy Way on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for amazing updates and opportunities. Remember, that's letter E and letter Z, because, well, we do it the easy way. Are you looking to accelerate your influence? EasyWayWall.com is a new site that allows you to promote yourself, business, brand, and your products as an influencer. You can share your ideas, receive comments, promote and brand yourself with the power of affiliation. Associate yourself and your brand with the power players of today to become leaders of tomorrow. Come and join the EasyWay Wall today. Sign up at wall.easywaybroadcasting.com or text EasyWayWall to 55678. Yes, indeed. Five five six seven eight. Text easy way, and we have a uh, our guest today is uh, familiar to some of you. He's a UCLA law graduate. He's prosecutor, chief public defender, private practice trial lawyer, and uh, he also had a situation 
I think it was called Judge Joe Brown. Some of you may remember. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's a household name, and uh, let's see if we have him on. Judge Joe Brown, are you on with us, Joe? Rita, do you hear anything? I hear crickets. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, Judge Joe Brown to be our guest, and we have sometimes people have to call in from long distances. Sometimes they get through, sometimes they don't. But, Reith, you remember uh, the Judge Joe Brown series. We'll wait till we'll see if our engineer pulls them in. If we don't have them, we'll, we'll get them back. Uh, and we had Judge Joe Brown. Reith, I think that goes back to, uh, oh, wow, was it 1998, was it? Yeah, I think that's back when it started. And, uh, I believe at the time he was the first black judge show that was on the air. Yeah, that, I was trying to think of the uh, I said ninety Yeah, I guess it was ninety eight category. But uh, you know, it's not easy getting a show like that. You know, when you're, uh, you know, the opportunity arises where how does it work, Reith? You know, somebody presents something. Hey, we have an idea. And like when you were involved with a situation with. Uh, Betty White. Now all of a sudden you get a phone call. Hey, they're doing a a particular show, a TV show. And what's the process? They uh, you you kind of do a rundown. You see what it's all about. And you know, well, of course you do the auditions and that. And what now? Where do you make your decision whether you want to accept a certain role or not? Like Judge Joe Brown had a situation. Does he really want to do a, a TV show, or is it? Maybe some people don't want to be in the limelight, right? Well, I think uh, the judges have to have a, a very strong personality because not only are they being a judge, they're being uh, uh, entertainment. And uh, it's very interesting, I think, to watch the judge shows. Judge Brown, Joe Brown is definitely very serious about handling his cases in the courtroom. And he definitely was entertaining watching handling his cases in the courtroom. So usually they, they see the personality in the judge or in the person for these reality shows. And they say, Hey, they can hold the attention of an audience and they build a show around them. And there's so many judge shows that you really have to be distinctive and I believe he was on for something like 12 years or something. And uh, you have to be entertaining to keep people entertained for that many seasons. Oh, definitely. He's, uh, nom- they were nominated for the uh, Daytime Emmy Award in 2012. And uh, that's nice because there's so many shows out there. You know, and you wonder how many actually brought to the table that, you know, had a fairly good show but didn't make it. And uh, his show was uh, really up there, really popular. But then you have all the show. What what happens to all those shows? Like, for instance, the uh, Off Their Rockers, the show you did with mm-hmm. Betty White. Now, uh, there's other shows that were presented, but they may not have been chosen to be on. What what happens to all those? Because a lot of work's been put, put into them. Uh, well, they make pilots for a lot of shows. 
and the pilot just means it's the premiere show of something that they're trying to sell. It used to be they would shoot the pilot, they would air the pilot, everybody would talk about the pilot, and then they would decide whether or not it would go to series. Now it's become more of a game because the turnaround for product is so quickly now. It's become more of a shoot the pilot, show the pilot to the executives at the network, and the network decides whether or not they're going to buy 6, 8, 10, 12. It used to be a time that they have to buy 24 weeks, and now they just buy many series even. Let's see. Now, we have to uh, – let's see. Joe, you're on with us? we got to make sure he has the uh, – okay. So it's presented, and they – all right, would it be similar to, <clears throat> like, the Dick Van Dyke show had a lot of spinoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the spinoffs, they might have four – people on the show that want to do spinoffs and then they pick one. How do they know which one is going to be? They go by popularity? Well, they take a chance. They see which uh, which cast members on the show. A lot of times they'll do uh, pilots within the show for one of the sub-characters and then that becomes its own show. I know that on um, Three's Company they had several uh, spinoff shows and one of the shows were the Ropers, the, the landlords for the original cast and they had made a deal that if their show went for less than a year that they would be able to come back and be on Three's Company but if the show lasted more than a year, then that contract would be null and void and they would not be guaranteed a spot to come back because they thought it would be, you know, uh, a good show, but they didn't know. Well, as it turned out, the Ropers got canceled after the year, and they were they thought, well, it's just been the year, so they'll let us come back. And they said, okay. no, sorry. We said if you got canceled within the first year. So sometimes going on a pilot, you're on a good – show and you go off and you do your own pilot and you, your show doesn't take off like you think it should. Oh. Hey, hey. Okay, oh. we have Eric. We have Eric. Yeah, okay. yep, I'm, I'm here. Eric, how you doing? All right, I got a beep. Hello, Eric. Welcome to the show. Hey, well, yeah, I I wanted to uh, to pop in, and I can't believe that that news you just you just said, Rita. Like I, I Three's Company, and and uh, you know all that all that stuff. Those were my shows back in the day. I still watch them on Nick and Nate. I remember. Um, yeah. So so, so uh, Judge Joe Brown is, is actually a really good friend of mine, and and you know he is he is the judge, and um, he's he's out there judging people right now. Um, so so he's <laughs> trying to, to 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 pop on, but he shot me a call, shot me a text. So I wanted to kind of tell people a little bit of a story that people may not know, but uh, Judge actually ha- was a was a co-host with me on my show Easy Talk Live for almost a year. I remember. And yeah, yeah, and and uh, he's got so many amazing things happening right now. He's got so many new things coming up for 2021, and everybody remembers him as the Judge. Uh, you know, from from from. I mean, you know, I mean, he was beating out Oprah at the time when it was when it was you know. 
his show yeah. and, and Oprah had his show. I mean, he was the number one, number one show. Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was awesome. And it, it's coming back. I mean, it's coming back with the vengeance. I don't think it's going to be that show in particular, but they've been building up a lot of amazing content with a lot of amazing stuff. And uh, we, we interviewed a lot of people together and uh, he came over to my birthday I don't remember which one it was. I think it was like four or five years ago. Oh, that was uh, in Beverly uh, Hills, and at uh, the, I think it was the uh, the home, right? Uh, yeah, it was at the <laughs> home. You got a good memory, Dad. Um, yeah. A lot. I mean, I had about probably fourteen of my celebrity friends that uh, that were there, and and but but that was actually the first time I met Judge in person. Um, I'm gonna call him Joe, uh, you know, and so, I mean, he was wearing like a cowboy hat. Kinda and yeah. and I, I, you remember that like and, oh, yeah, we and have the uh, pictures we have the pictures with you guys out in front and when I say the home it doesn't mean at our home this was the name of the <laughs> uh, the, the the place the, the name of the the show was the home I mean what do you call it the uh, the, the club was yeah, the home. it was it was uh, in, in Beverly Hills near Rodale Drive it was a real real popular lounge um nice you know, place, where, yeah. where a lot of stuff on stage and and uh, yeah so. So if you go to Getty Images or Wire Image, you, you'll you'll see all the photos. You'll see you'll see everything. But that was the that was the first day I actually met Joe, and and he is the most humble and coolest celebrity that I've I've ever met. I've met a lot of humble, cool celebrities, but he's definitely the top of the list. And you was know, that I, your birthday, even, Eric? Huh? Was that your birthday? That was my birthday. Yeah. Well, that was amazing. A short notice, and it was going to be at a different location. We changed it. And within a couple of days, you had all those people show up. I mean, that was amazing. You had uh, he, he flew you know, out. Who there? Yeah, he flew out, and the people that he was with were really major producers, and it was just awesome meeting him for the for the first time, and 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 how humble he was, and how nice he was, and everybody you know wanted to crowd him and take pictures with him, and, and uh, you know. Deb Ross was there from Land Before Time, and. Uh, uh, her friend that works with uh, Spielberg, uh, I forget his name. Yeah, John, Jeff, John. Reynolds, her husband, her, her husband John Reynolds. Um, you know, worked with uh, ET and, and many many other things. And and uh, Shane Sparks was there. Shavon was Shane. there. Uh, Retha was there, of course. Yeah, um, there. A couple of that my other actors, nice. was there. Um, I think you know, Kate Linder was there. She was. She, I don't think Kate Linder's ever missed one of my birthdays since we met her. She's no, a, she's, but I she's, mean, everybody showed up with a short nose. That was really amazing. The place was packed, and uh, you gotta you, you gotta watch doing the red carpets out on the sidewalks. <laughs> it's, it gets pretty yeah. crowded. But anyway, no, that was a great. That was okay, a great night. So, so I think we have I think we have the judge. I think we got my boy on. Is is he there? We got we got him on. I'm here. There he is. Hey, Welcome, hey. Judge Joe Brown. You're on. Gentlemen, how you doing? You're on. You're on with Reetha Gray. Reetha, this is Judge Joe Brown. I, I think you know him. Nice right. to meet you, Judge Joe. Hey, and uh, we hey have Judge, a... it's Eric Zuli. I was just telling them about uh, my birthday when you when you came out. We met for the first time at the oh, hill at yeah, the home right. in Beverly Hills. Really yeah, interesting party you had. Very interesting party. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking, Reetha, uh, we got Judge Joe Brown on us, and not counting Eric. Not counting Eric, we have a combined age of 210 years old. <laughs> That's just you could have kept that Joe, to yourself. Thank you. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, thank well, you. Well, no. 
That means you've been breathing for a while. This is true. Well, I'm going to do my damnedest to keep breathing a while longer. I don't want to upset anybody. you got a long way to go. (laughs) So should we call you Joe or Judge Joe? What do you want to be called? Judge Joe, Judge Joe, whatever it may be. Okay. So <laughs> Joe, don't call you late for dinner, huh? You're old yeah. enough to call me Joe, but I just have a problem with some 17 year old saying, Joe, uh, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. How old are you? Yeah. I'm 17. Okay. Well, you don't call me Joe, but if you're grown, you can. That's all right. We, we're here on this together. Yeah, well, we, I have no we, problem. Need, we need we more respect for, for elders. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Joe, Joe, realize. Son, young lady, you have done what I've done. Pay some more dues, and when you join the club, then you can do that. Yeah, we've been to the club, that's for sure. We've, uh, we've so, paid our dues. Uh, so, so Joe, Joe, are you ready? Wants to know what's going on with you on uh, 2021. I know you've, you've been back in, in the in the Judge Joe cave, working on some pretty cool stuff, right? Well, yeah, but, you know, Hollywood has blackballed me. There's no hope of getting another show with them, so they don't like my politics. And it is what it is, so I do this man-up thing, and they don't particularly like that. That's their Well, you know, know, you don't don't need them. You got easy way. Uh, We'll talk. There you go. We've gotten oh, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot bigger since the last time we've talked. But I'm going to go ahead and, ho- and and hop off, guys, and let you guys get to your interview. Judge, just wanted to say what's up, man. I miss you. We'll catch up, okay? All right, young man. Square business. So, Joe, are you ready for where we're at? I mean, you know, Reese and I talked like, how did we get here? It's 2021 around the corner. How the heck did that happen? You know, I, I look at it like that ball that goes around in the funnel. It goes slow at first. And then it goes faster and faster. I feel like it's just going so fast now. And the holidays are upon us. We just finished the show last year for the Christmas show. And now it's... Well, you know what that it comes of. That's called age. When you were yeah. five years old, one year is one-fifth of your whole life. Exactly. When you're yeah. 70, is one-seventieth. And that's a shorter percentage in terms of your perception. So it passes more quickly. I never oh, yeah. thought about it that way. Yeah. See, well, I don't even why. celebrate birthdays anymore. I celebrate anniversaries of my 21st birthday. Uh, you know, well, like you know this many... is the 52nd coming up 53rd anniversary of go. my 21st birthday. Well, congratulations. Uh-huh. Wow. And, and, Joe, you know how many birthdays the average man has, right? Uh, 74, I think. One. Or is it 69 still? It's one. <laughs> you got one birthday. After that, it's like I feel the same way. I don't need to be reminded. You know, like last year, somebody gave me a uh, a gift with you know, candles and stones and all that, and it equaled my years. And I'm thinking, like, I, there's a certain year where you don't need to put the candles on the cake, you know? Because there's no cake left after you put 72 candles on. I think 21 yeah. is should be the limit. You turn 21, you get 21 candles, no more candles. You just get yeah. a single symbolic candle. Exactly. There you go. No, you know, you, uh, you know, we got a long way to go. To me, 
I, I'm just getting started. You know, I dealt with all the cancer. I dealt with all the real estate losses through hurricanes. I dealt with this and that. And here I am. I'm ready to get started. And Aretha was talking about, you know, she's done the Betty White show and all these things. And, and here we are. And things are definitely different, right, Joe? I mean, the way things are now, none of us at our age have really ever experienced what's going on today with politics, with this COVID stuff and the shutdowns. This is really a, a different scenario in, in the way that tech is. And, you know, and all of us remember when we needed to contact somebody, we needed one thing, and that was a dime. And you find a phone and you put the dime in, you make the call. There's no pager and there's no computer. And that's how we communicated. But today. Yeah, that was that thing about this is a bad area. You can't find a pay phone, but once every half mile instead of a several per block. Yeah. I remember those yeah. days, yes. And, and mm-hmm. the you weren't home, you didn't talk. You didn't talk. And when you were home, there was gratification. If you were home, there was only one phone, and it was usually in a public space. So the entire family heard your call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But kind you know, of that too. But what are you up to date nowadays, Judge Brown? Sounds like you're keeping busy. Yes, I am. I'm writing. And I am doing a surprising amount of what I'm doing right now 10, 15 times a week. And on Fridays, I've got. Uh, with the collaboration of the producer and director, a young lady who's working on her graduate degrees, uh, Valerie Denise Jones. Uh, it's a call in, but it's syndicated the following week. You'll have to check around to see where it is locally. But I do one every Friday. We're on for two hours. Wow. And I do several more during the rest of the week. There's a Dana Cumberlander that I do one with regularly and also another one with Ms. Valerie Denise, and that's usually on Tuesdays. And so how do we there get to are that lots of other ones that I get called in on. It might be Zoom, might be StreamYard. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's that first one you mentioned? How do we see that? How do we go to that? That will be – it's syndicated, so it depends on where you are as to how you get it. There is a number you can call in on. I can give you that one. You can listen in while it's being done. And that number is area code 929-477-1167. 929-477-1167. And when That's would they call in on the show? At 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which would be 1 p.m. Pacific Coast Time. That's where you guys are. All right. Yeah. Okay. And, and what day was that on? Friday, ma'am. On Friday. All right. Oh. So All right. Uh, you, you consider yourself recalling in? Do you consider yeah, yourself well, retired or semi-retired, or are you still going strong? Well, I am retired, I suppose. I get all the retirement benefits. 
a fuss and fight with CBS on their delays in sending residual checks, but I am retired, <laughs> so, you know, it is what yeah. it is. They try yeah, to hold well, too long. I've read about those residuals with actors from the 60s and 70s and that, and uh, it's not what a lot of people think. But, uh, you know, the main thing is you're you're still key. I don't think they're – there really is a retirement. You, you, you have to keep busy. And, and on our show, we, Reith and I have covered a lot of science, people in science and health and all that. And you definitely don't want to stop and just sit around. That That is going to shorten the retirement. Uh, well, I, I can't yeah. sit around. It, it's just not in me to do that. No. I mean, the thing of it is, for the most part, I get to pick the time and place. <laughs> for the most part. So, yeah. That that's a convenience. I don't have to persuade somebody to do something. For the most part, I can set the tone. For the most part, so and, getting off, getting off a little off this thing here. What now? We're all born around forty-seven, and uh, yes. what's your what's your first memory, Joe? Because I was just thinking, you know, we we go back. And I was thinking, one of my first memories is I was uh, with a sand pail uh, in the front, front of my house, and I was looking over to the left, and the house was being moved. It was being rolled. They put it on the big roller. They cut the foundation, jack it up. That's a memory you don't forget. I was about, I don't know, two and a half, three years old. What's your first memory? Well, mine is a little bit earlier than that. I have three. Uh, I remember my mother running along the... Uh, platform at a train stop to get a candy bar Ah. and I remember being in a crib and suffering because it was too damned hot and now (laughs) I notice with my granddaughter she's two and a half and when they brought her to see me the new thing is, is you keep the kid in a room that's 65 degrees, not warm. Yeah. Uh, they say that'll make the child healthier. I wish they'd had that when I was alive. And the other thing, when I really became aware, and I basically remember most after that, I was sitting on a bed, and I said, what's that? And I said, I guess that's mom. And then that, I think, is a kitchen or something like that. And from then on, I can't forget anything, and sometimes that's embarrassing. So it is what it is, but yeah, I can go way back. Mm. Oh, boy, what's, yes. ama- what's amazing is all the stuff you forget from what we just talked about till now. What about you, Reese? What's your first memory? I, I really don't remember a lot of my childhood. And I don't rem- I don't remember having uh, I I will have flash memories of early childhood. What's a flash? Give me give me your first flash. Oh, and I believe I remember it from a picture. I was a little girl, and it was a picture that they were taking of me, my mother, and my grandmother. And I actually have that picture, and I I think I remember it because I've seen the picture. But uh, I'll remember something today. And I might not remember it again tomorrow. <laughs> it'll be just a flash of my history. Yeah. But, you know, for all all three of us have been through, it, it really is kind of amazing how, how much you forget, you know. 
I mean, with her kids and with all this stuff, it, it just it, well, it goes so fast. Nobody told me it was going to go this fast. But with the inter- internet, you have people to remind you. Uh, uh, a young lady sent me a, a Facebook request just the other day that I had known her when she was a child, <laughs> and she found me on Facebook. So yeah. you have lots of reminders now. But Judge, Judge what, what are you, what Judge, are you do up you, to uh, now? Did you go to, did you go to your did, reunion? Did, uh, yes, go ahead. Do you go to your uh, class reunions for high school? I have not been to a single one. I had intended to go to this one, which would be for Dorsey High. Yeah. And that was for a 10, 15-year stretch. Because I guess, let's see, that would be 55 years ago. So that's a lot of class reunions. So they just lumped 15 of them in there. But I haven't been to one. Um, High school was, for me, it was, let's hurry up and get it the hell over with, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would be your school rival. But it was just right in the middle. You're not quite a child and you're not quite grown. And you don't have the opportunity to make choices that you otherwise would get to make and then you haven't gotten the maturity because you're between 15 and 25 and you know absolutely everything about absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and you haven't even found out what the pitfalls are so yeah it was That's what one it thing was. about one thing about getting older and wiser you realize you have a lot more to learn you know and uh, oh yeah you know, uh, we could learn something from a from a young person. You, you never know. There's just a lot of stuff. But uh, so, what, you know, you're you're keeping busy. What's what's next for Judge Joe Brown? What, what's he what's well, looking at? Doing some more public speaking. One of the things I'm trying to do is fire up some of these young people. I know yeah. they are doing what it looks like they're doing out in the streets now. But to me. It reminds me of, I went to UCLA, and it reminds me of one time UCLA beat USC badly in the Coliseum in the regular season. So the conference picked USC rather than UCLA to go to the Rose Bowl, so a lot of students got upset and stormed through Westwood. What I see out in the streets reminds me of that, but my girlfriend lived three blocks from where the 65 watts uprising slash riot started and that was a totally different thing so what I see right now out in the streets kind of looks like an extended spring break with some kids uh, been out of shape about cabin fever behind COVID-19 and they're having a Greenpeace ecology protest and the police are so nice compared to the way they used to be that I don't see the radicalization that I saw 62, 63, 64, 5, 6, 7, and 8 around the country. I note that there has been a paradigm shift. I know when I was in college, if you wanted to be 
cool, hip, whatever you wanted to call it, you went to college. And there was a pragmatic reason for that. If you didn't, you're likely to find out what it is to be in a stinking rice paddy in 105-degree heat outside of a jungle in the north. But they don't have a draft army now, so people are not into getting into college or they take it lightly. And the curriculum, based on some discussions I had that got kind of acrimonious with some of the UCLA's faculty about 10 years ago, were along the lines of, well, it's not fair to these students to make them take these breath requirements since they need the GPAs to get their heart's desire in grad school. So why should they be required to do something that won't lead to their degree? Well, they need it in life. You know, I paid some people some big money who had law degrees graduating from the top of a class at some prestigious law school, and they didn't have any damn common sense. Exactly. Uh, I remember a bench bar conference some years ago in a, a senior attorney in a large Nashville law firm got up and told, he said, you know, we pay you a lot of money coming out of law school for having top grades, but any damn fool can look the law up. What the hell happened to your common sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think that's a class, Joe, that's missing in, in these schools, whether it's college or high school. A class on life and some common sense. They 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 graduate with a PhD or law degree, whatever, and then they fall apart because they didn't have some common sense with dealing yeah. in business, marriage. The children should not be allowed to compete against each other because it will diminish someone's self-esteem. Oh my God. If they didn't, if yeah. you have class elections, think of the feelings of whoever loses. Okay, that kind yeah. of kumbaya atmosphere doesn't work well in the real world. So you nope. send them through this, and then they start getting into a more and more competitive real world, and they have no preparation for it. Right. They can't well, well we're, we're running out of time right now. Um, well, thank you for it's stopping It's been wonderful in, having thank you, you on the show, in. Judge Joe. Yeah. Uh, any parting words you want to say? Yes, I do. If you want to do what you need to do, young people, make where you live a better, safer, more secure place filled with economic prosperity, sense of purpose, morality, and ethics. There you go. Be, uh, and that's a wonderful thing. Men and women of public peace, dignity, and order, but be brave and courageous when necessary. There you go. Faith, morals, and ethics, Joe. That's the way to go. And I want to thank you for stopping in. I know you're a busy guy, and let's touch base some more in the future here. And, uh, yes, sir. We'll you get, need you to do it the easy one way. of those parties next time I'm out that way. <laughs> or at least <laughs> yeah, right. Eric, Eric's got a birthday. They had lots of pretty women there, and I'm an old man now, but my radar hasn't stopped working, you know. It's like, whoa, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Okay. You got it. We, Eric's got a birthday coming up, so we'll, we'll keep in, in touch. All right, sir. Have a great day. Ma'am, it's my Thank pleasure you. to meet you. Be good. Nice All right. Keep you. breathing. Breathe safely. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Judge Joe. All right. I'm so, out of here. Guys, Judge Joe Brown, and uh, and we're going to move on here. Thank you, Judge Joe, for coming on. That was great. And we're going to move on. we got Carmelita's Corner coming up here. So let's uh, 
Let's go to our segment with Carmelita. You are about to experience Carmelita's Corner. Carmelita's song, Rosebud, made it to the top 40s with the godfather of soul, James Brown. She's the founder of the Rose Breast Cancer Society. Now here's your host, Carmelita Pittman. Well, hello out there, Radio Land. And I'm here and I feel grand. I have a wonderful guest coming your way today, and his name is Chaplain Dove Cohen. He served in the United States Air Force as a Jewish chaplain during the Vietnam War. Now in his 58th year of chaplain, he serves as a Jewish War Veterans Senior Vice Commander for the State of California. He served as a JWV chaplain for State of California and is the founder and past commander of the Tiber Reuben JWV Post 786. He's been named as the only Holocaust survivor to come to this country, join the Army, and earn the Medal of Honor. Dove is chairman of the board of directors of the Los Angeles National Cemetery Support Foundation, chairman emeritus of the National Board of Veterans Holiday Celebration in its 30th year and serves the veteran Jewish and interfaith communities at both California Institution for Women, CIW, and for Men, where he co-founded VIP Veterans in Prison with Chaplain Steve Starry. Starry, DOV conducts Holy Day and interfaith services for the inmate residents in support of the CIW staff chaplains. Dove is chairman emeritus of the Los Angeles County Access CAC paratransit services serving transportation needs of 185,000 challenged persons. He also serves as chaplain aboard both the USS Battleship Iowa and the SS Lane Victory. He has co-produced the musicals America Salutes Our Veterans and We Are America, and co-produces Pink Lady Presents, Channel 18 TV variety show, Sundays at 5 p.m. It's also seen in Orange County on Channel 118 and the Internet, Pink Lady Presents, to worldwide audiences 24-7 on PinkLadyPresents.com. He now serves veterans, seniors, and those in need in Los Angeles, San Diego, Orange Riverside, and San Bernardino counties through the Jewish War Veterans of the United States Department of California. And most importantly, he is working to serve the community so that they can have a great Thanksgiving and beyond with the Kevin Dobson Memorial Food to Life program. But I'm going to let him tell you all about that. Welcome to Carmelita's Corner on the Easy Way Network. Uh, we have Chaplain Dove Cohen. Thank you so much, Carmelita. Now I have to live up to that introduction. <laughs> uh, here I, I get to follow Judge Joe Brown and live up to your introduction. Thank you for that. And if well, I may, that's your that's your history, a part of it. Right. We didn't we didn't I, have like time for for the whole thing. Otherwise, we'd still be on there. <laughs> not a problem. 
But I'd, I'd like to start <laughs> off, if I may, with the very last thing you said, because the foodtolife.org program is truly amazing. It provides 21 free meals every week delivered to the front door without any cost. We, our, our major audience is to veterans, to seniors, and people who are food insecure. Uh, it, it's a phenomenal program, and, and we, were, we had a successful program starting in March because of the COVID-19, and that's what was, that was the impetus to, to start the program in Orange County. Um, we were about to expand it into L.A. County in September, just two and a half months ago. And just before we started delivery, uh, our good friend and veteran activist, Kevin Dobson, um, who was not only a wonderful actor, but a phenomenal humanitarian. He was involved in, in so many wonderful volunteer projects that when I heard the sad news that he had died suddenly on September 6th, I called his wife and sons, and I said, we want to do something. We have this great program, Food to Life. And with your permission, Susan, his wife, I, I said, with your permission, we want to honor his memory for all the work for so many tens of thousands of people around the country. And we changed the name that day when he died to the Kevin Dobson Memorial Food to Life Program. People can find out more about it and enroll to receive the meals by either calling 949-215-9995, and I'll repeat that at, before we end, or go on to Food to Life, F-O-O-D, the word T-O, org, and they can enroll, and if they want to support what we're doing, they can donate there as well. Uh, we, we're just so pleased. Uh, the commander of the Post 680 in Orange County, Rabbi Ari Montanari, a former Air Force chaplain, as I was, um, he came along a little after I did, and he started this program. And the Jewish war veterans said, we will sponsor this program. And together, we've reached out to so many. We have participation from American Legion and BFW and Vietnam Veterans of America, um, the U.S. Vets, the GI Forum. Um, it, it's just been a, a phenomenal success because we don't believe in reinventing the wheel. There are so many great wheels running out there. We just partner with them. We called up and we said, let's do it together. Everybody, including Access Paratransit, is involved, and we're able to serve so many. Uh, we started off in September on the 16th with 10 meals delivered, and now 15,000 a week. Uh, we believe by Christmas we'll be over 25,000 meals. That's helping a whole lot of people. So you may have a question or two. Your listeners may have a question or two. Uh, but let me repeat the two bits of information they need. Uh, the phone number is 949-215-9995. And the website where they can enroll and donate is foodtolife, F-O-O-D-T-O-L-I-F-E.org. 
Well, Chaplain Dove, that is just phenomenal and so well done. And I'm so happy that you are on our show today so that you can make that announcement. And that will help to extend food to those people who have been food challenged. And so many people are going through amazing food challenges, especially during these days. Uh, I've been mm-hmm. watching uh, the long lines, and they're unbelievable. I mean, we haven't seen anything like this since the Great Depression of the 30s. So right. what you are doing is just really a wonderful thing, and may it benefit those people who especially really need it. And may we all, of course, give thanks for those of us who are not food-challenged that we have food that's going to be on our Thanksgiving table. But what you are doing is extending that so that it goes beyond Thanksgiving for 21 days. So I encourage anyone to take advantage of this program. It's not just 21 days. It's 21 meals every week. On Monday, we deliver six for Tuesday and Wednesday. On Wednesday, we deliver six for Thursday and Friday. And on Friday, we deliver nine for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So the the chefs in our commercial kitchen cook all night. They work from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Then we load all this fresh food into our vehicles. We deliver it throughout all of L.A. County, Orange County, San Diego, San Bernardino, and Riverside. And people can either put the freshly made food in their refrigerator or put it in their freezer for later consumption. But it's 21 meals. It's one meal three times a day, seven days a week. It's just a phenomenal, it's life-saving. We have so many people telling us that they had to go to food banks, they had to go to to churches and synagogues and mosques and, and go to food distribution. Then they had to take it home and figure out how to cook it. And we're giving them fully prepared meals 21 a week without any cost. Uh, and people, when they're having their wonderful Thanksgiving dinners, great time to go online to foodtolife.org and donate so that we can expand the program to even more people. Uh, we're honored to do it. And I, I also want to mention that corporations and private foundations are getting involved. Uh, we've had people call us uh, people like our great friends at Union Bank. Uh, I I was just talking with somebody from Humana uh, Insurance, and it's just, you know, people call us and they say, we love what you're doing, and we want to help. We want to be part of it so that no one goes hungry. No one does not have nutrition. And that's our goal. And so far, we've been able to do it and do it well, um, it's, it's believe me, it's a team effort. There are hundreds of people involved, um, and people again, like Access Paratransit, deli- helping us with delivery. It saves us on the cost of bringing food to people. Um, it's an exciting program to be able to help. And as I tell people in public service announcements, we don't give anyone a handout. We give people a hand up. And that's what we want to do is help them improve their life status. Well, I love that. You're not looking to give them a hand out. You're looking to give them a hand up. Absolutely. And and there are so many people 
that were on the borderline trying to find work or trying to do something that where they can take care of themselves and they just were so ill and so malnourished and it's making a change. I, I had a fellow who's a retired Navy officer living in one of the buildings at U.S. Vets in Inglewood. He called and he said, I, I opened up the first package and it was on a Friday. So there were nine meals. He said, I can't believe this. He said, if I, if I ordered from a restaurant, this is what I'd be getting and you're taking care. And then I got a call from other people. He told about 30 people who live in that building. There are 200 veterans living in that building. They have a roof over their heads. They have a, a bathroom, but they don't have food. And they have to go find that food. And now we're solving that problem for them. So anyone who'd like to help us in the spirit of Thanksgiving, of Christmas, of Hanukkah, this is a great way to do it. Reach out to foodtolife.org. Help us honor the memory of an amazing, a tremendously effective volunteer, Kevin Dobson, with the Kevin Dobson Memorial Food to Life dot org program. I know uh, his wife Susan and his sons Patrick and Sean, his daughter-in-law Megan. I know that they will appreciate people reaching out and helping us help others. Well, I think it's just a phenomenal, wonderful program. Uh, Chaplain Dove, and you are an amazing individual. I remember the first time that I met you uh, at the Veterans uh, Center out there in Westwood, and uh, you actually uh, had me sing uh, in front of the vets, and that was through the um, invitation of our wonderful friend Carol Connors. Uh, Carol is an amazing friend. Uh, we've become a, very close over the years, and you know sure. she's the one who who co-wrote the theme to Rocky. Going to fly now, so we're <laughs> flying. I mean, with what you're doing, your program is flying, and you're actually angels on earth. You are earth angels doing the work of the higher power, uh, uh-huh. and uh, I, I want to commend you and your program. And, uh, again, we encourage everyone to get involved. And uh, we're getting ready to head on out of here, uh, Chaplain Dove. And I have a saying at the end of the program that it's time to get on our horse and ride off into the sunset, or you can choose your Ferrari or however you want to exit the program. But I want to thank you for being a wonderful guest and uh, continue with what you're doing. Thank you so much, Carmelita. And I want to make sure to thank Rabbi Ari Montanari, former Air Force chaplain, who created this program with Rabbi Fischel Todd. Uh, they, they have done an amazing amount of work in a very few months to help save people's lives and improve lives. So thank you, Rabbi Montanari and Rabbi Todd and everyone who is supporting the program to honor the memory of Kevin Dobson. Foodtolife.org, everyone. Have a great Thanksgiving and a wonderful holiday. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you for listening to Radio Boomers Live with your hosts, Rita Gray, Star Betty White's Off Their Rockers, and EZ's dad, Jim Zuli. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at 
Radio Boomers Live. Radio Boomers Live is brought to you by the Easy Way Broadcasting Network. That's the letter E, the letter Z, Broadcasting Network. <laughs> 